Friday, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Live. We're going to talk some Disney. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob Glasser, host of Ultra Universe Live. With me, Rob Glasser, also host of Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes. <clears throat> Excuse me. The series that covers more in-depth, serious, and more thought-provoking questions. Um, today, however, we're going to have some nerdy fun, Ultra Universe Lifestyle, with a Disney Roundtable. And first up, a very quick opinion movie debate. One of the biggest, or I'd say most popular, Disney Pixar films was The Incredibles series. And the first one we got to meet the family, got to learn all about them. And basically, we found out that they were a really cool family of superheroes with some friends who also were super as well. In the sequel, however, we kind of went back a little bit. We got some more backstory, uh, specifically on Invisigirl. Um, and we learned kind of really what makes them work, what doesn't. And we meet some new villains from their past. So the debate goes, like any, you know, first, second, third film. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Tucking my throat. Um, as the debate goes, which one really is the best? Um, is it the first, is it the second, or in you know, some cases, third, fourth? Really, it's kind of an opinion based. I always think the first ones are usually better because it gives you an overview of who we're introduced to, who we're gonna be seeing more of, and if you're gonna get any sequels, what we might see from them in the future. However, in the case of Incredibles 2, excuse me, we got more, excuse me, of an in-depth look at the characters, which is kind of rare because usually all the origins either come in the form of prequels or they come in the first film. Me, as far as Disney Pixar, probably a very hated statement I'm about to say, I am really never thrilled with most of what they have. With some exceptions, such as the originals like Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Little Mermaid, and some of the newer Pixar, like Toy Story and Finding Nemo, not a lot of movies really that they do really get me going because really we've come into a time where it's really more of making business, making movies, and less of actually thinking things through. If you haven't watched the original Disney films, you can get them on Disney Plus uh, with your subscription. Um, or if you're lucky enough, like apparently my parents have, the entire VCR set, which we now have a VCR so we can actually watch them if you wanted to but they're on Disney Plus, so, you know. So really the debate goes to you guys strictly. What is it that you guys liked and didn't like? I will say that number two might've been a little bit better as far as storyline because we got to learn more about the characters. But number one really gave us an intro of who these people were. Oh, excuse me. That being said, oh, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. That being said, it's really an objective, um, uh, personal or subjective personal choice. So let us know what you think and let's move on to the next one. 
We've done a lot of talk on rights. Now this one's no different. We're going way back when to Okay, yeah, okay, there you go. I was like, wait a minute. So we're going way back when to Snow White's Terrifying Adventure, which is actually called something new. The original one back in 1955, around the time that um, um, the park opened, we got this dark ride from Disney. Uh, it was also in Paris and Tokyo as well, and um, used to be in Magic Kingdom too. Located Fantasyland is one of the few remaining attractions, like I said, that was on opening day. Story based loosely on Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Now, it's had many different titles since the original one, Snow White and Her Adventures, Snow White's Scary Adventures, and most recently that we'll talk about, Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Um, so we're calling it Snow White's Enchanted Wish because that's what it's called now, but basically Snow White's Terrifying Adventure. Um... Imagineers had designed a ride so that guests felt like they were the main character in the story. In this case, guests were Snow White. Few people understood this concept, and some wondered why Snow White was not featured in the ride. There you go. During the 1983 season, all the fantasy dark rides were completely redesigned as part of a large overhaul. This attraction was renamed, or was then renamed, Snow White's Scary Adventures, and the other dark rides were modified to include the main characters in the title. Snow White appeared once in the attraction. The outdoor facade was made to resemble the evil queen's castle from the movie. When the witch offered the guest poison apple, guests frequently tried to steal the apple and bring it home as a souvenir. When fantasy lands reopened, they solved the problem by replacing it with an image projected of an apple. Uh, basically something called a parabolic mirror that makes it look like it's there when it's not. When you reach out now, your hand's going to go through. Um, in Magic Kingdom, the original version... <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, the like Peter Pan's flight also put the guests in the role of the story's main character. Around Christmas 1994, a less frightening version of the ride took place. The birds of Snow White were also added. Excuse me. Probably <laughs> oh, shouldn't eat so much before I get on here. Um, they also increased the capacity from four to six. In 2012, Disney announced that the ride would close, and two years after, another Snow White attraction called the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was open. In 2020, the attraction at Disneyland closed for extended refurbishment. Uh, they installed new scenes, new audio, new visual technology, all that stuff. Um, and it was also refreshed to con uh, complement uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle that was also redone. Um, that was when, excuse me, that was when, excuse me, that was when they announced that 2021, we will be getting it back um, new. So we'll talk about what happened there. Um, basically in this story, you follow, um, you're as Snow White, an original one, following through um, the story. So obviously you meet the dwarfs, you come across the evil, uh, the evil queen dressed up as a witch. Um, if you guys uh, are fans of Splash Mountain, kind of think of that. You have a lot of happy singing at one point, you get really dark, and then right as you think you're going to go, by the end, you end up back in the happy, and everybody is good again. Um, as the, uh, versions went on, they, excuse me, excuse me. They um, changed up the music, they changed up the visuals, they added some things as well. Now in this 2021 um, 
version we have uh they bounce it to make it um good for adults teens and kids just meaning that you know anything that might be too much for younger or not enough for older everything is equaled out um again same type of thing you're obviously hearing the most iconic and also slightly annoying song hi-ho playing um and then of course you go through the story and you come out the other side in Fantasyland, Magic Kingdom, Tokyo, Paris, all the same thing. Um, there is some pretty cool artwork. Um, obviously, the things have changed since then. But really, I know we did the Pinocchio one. And really the same type of thing here. If you guys know the story of Snow White, you're going to be going through it. So obviously, you end up in the forest. You meet the dwarfs. You have that whole happy scene. Um, the evil witch or the evil queen comes, uh, disguise, gives her the apple. The dwarves then have to go off to get the prince to um, bring her back. And of course, all of that fun stuff as well. What's cool about that kind of thing is I do like how they're keeping this old stuff and revamping it. It may not be everyone's cup of tea because what they want is the original. But keep in mind, times change, things change. You have to make it safe and um, usable for everybody because more more different ages and types of people are going. So you got to make sure that everybody can enjoy the experience. With that being said there, thank you so much. I know this is a short one, but you know, sometimes the short ones are the best. As always, guys, stay safe, stay happy, stay nerdy. May the force be with you all.